This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Guys, for this episode, as always, the last couple of weeks, we're going to talk about a serious subject. We're going to be talking about a group of people that have been overlooked for too long. And we're going to finally... Yeah, we're going to finally honor them in this episode. We're going to honor the troops. And not only are we going to honor the troops, if you're a bunch of troops, what do you need after you've just gotten home from a war? Um, I need my loved ones. I need a cold beer. I need something nice on the telly. But you know what I need more than anything, though? Shorts. I need a comfy set of shorts. Okay, jean (laughs) shorts works too, but but a morale boost would be good. The the morale boost comes with the shorts, my friends. You know, this is two thousand. Yeah. Hey, you know who loves shorts? Apparently, the troops. The troops. Yeah, but that invisible man we never see supposedly loves shorts. I'm confused. Well, you know, after seeing the first episode of Peacemaker, he didn't keep those jorts on for terribly long. <laughs> he didn't. No, I've he, seen yeah, it. I, I, I just saw a pair of tidy whities r- rolling around, uh, escaping from some she devil on that premiere episode. I've seen it. I can't unsee it. Yeah, I, I've seen it too, and that's why I'm, I'm commenting about it. Well, you know what that means. Theme song. This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Hold on, I gotta get the f- freaking. I got it. I got I got uh, you. I, I, I got... No, I got it. Wait, wait, wait. Stop right now. The powers power just came back. The power. Yeah! <laughs> oh, we're gonna keep that in. <laughs> By the way, for those that don't know, Chico's power went out again. Apparently, a squirrel broke the power. Squirrel broke the power, and now the power is back. And uh, I will be switching back to my laptop momentarily to record this thing. Okay. Well, so, in the me- yeah. Well, in the meantime, wait, wait, wait. Let's 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 not overlook the squirrel. We need to report that the squirrel is going to spend eternity in squirrel hell. Yeah, well, yeah. he's going. To, he's going to spend eternity in squirrel hell. Uh, hey, do you remember the squirrel from um, Ice Age? That's always looking to get the nut, and it's oh, yeah. just out of his reach. Yeah, yeah, I bet you do. Well, you know what? Given the theme of this episode, guys, you know what? If that squirrel ever took a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia, if you ever take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia, for realsies. Yeah, you damn right I'm going to play the Big Boss Man Hard Times theme. 
Well, you, well, you play that. I'm going to switch off. I'll be right back. All right. Well, he does carry a big stick and a ball and chain, too. So if that squirrel's looking for trouble, he'll be coming after him. So, but in the meantime, oh, yeah, we were here to talk about the troops and the wrestling. So let's talk about that, shall we? Episode 284, submission 2266. The gang wrestles for the troops. The gang wrestles for the troops was the seventh episode of the fifth season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and aired on FX the night of October 29th, 2009. Well, Mike, as we wait for Chico to come back, as we mentioned, this is a special episode for the 4th of July. We want to honor the hard work that the troops provide to this country every single year. Absolutely. And I think there's no better way we can reward them by, by giving them wrestling. Oh, I yeah. say that tongue in cheek. I seriously, I don't want to get letters. I don't want to get complaints. I'm joking. The, the troops deserve all the respect in the world. Uh, they've been protecting us for, for hundreds of years. By no means do I mean any disrespect by saying, hey, let's get them wrestling. But that's essentially what this episode is, is let's reward the troops by giving him wrestling. Only and Gene Jones. Only Mac, Dennis, and Charlie could think, you know what these troops need? Wrestling. Well, well, they need that morale boost. I mentioned that earlier. I mean, I know Chico said, hey, you know, the, the, when, like, if, if the troop comes home, they deserve a nice cold beer and they deserve a nice comfy seat and all this other stuff. But I really think the big thing they need is a morale boost. Yes. And, and I say that with a coworker who just came back from three weeks doing uh, reserve duty. He, he was gone for the last three weeks and he came in for the last two days of school. And first thing I told him is, you know, good to see you. Thank you for your service. And uh, you missed a lot of fun stuff the last three weeks. All right. Chico's coming back into the room. Oh, but, okay. This episode though, of it's always sunny in Philadelphia is absolutely insane as Chico's now back with his Power Rangers background. Okay, so in this episode, guys, we have a special guest star. A special guest star, you say? Yes, because this episode is about the wrestling. We got playing the character of Demaniac, the hard-on-his-luck professional wrestler who may or may not be inspired by Mickey Rourke and the wrestler. Cause remember this is 2009. The wrestler was like a big movie back in 2009. It may or may not be autobiographical. This guy. <laughs> may have been based on his life. We don't know this character of the maniac. We don't know if Darren Aronofsky was at a wrestling show in Philadelphia and thought, Hey, I want to base this story about this guy, Randy the Ram, on the life of the maniac. We don't know in the It's Always Sunny universe. But yeah, who better to play the maniac than Hot Rod himself, Roddy Piper? And not just any uh, Roddy Piper. This is my voice's gravelly from years of yelling like crazy Roddy Piper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, old man Roddy Piper. Oh, 
It's always fantastic. And boy, is this going to be a treat. But also, we got this B-plot, which sets up the driving force of this episode into why this is all about the troops is. Yeah, and the soldier that, you know, sort of kicks off all of this, his name is Ben, parentheses, the soldier, and he's played by Travis Schultz, who has been actually in all six episodes of Future Entry, Heathers. I forgot about Heathers, the series. Mm-hmm. He also what? played he was Subway in, the... in an episode of Community. So. Okay, but he was also, remember, he was in The Cool Kids. We talked about him in The Cool mm-hmm. Kids. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, because that was a Charlie Day joint, so. Yes, it was. Yes, oh, absolutely, yeah. The Cool Kids was basically It's Always Sunny with Olds. With Olds. But yeah, Sweet D is talking to this guy she met online called Soldier of Fortune, and she wants to meet the Soldier of Fortune. And, well, let's just say, guys, hilarity ensues. <laughs> no, no, wait a second. Can I take offense to the cool kids is just, it's always sunny with olds? With olds? Vicki Lawrence, you're going to call her old? Wait, no. You're going to call Vicki Lawrence an old? Seriously? She's older than I am. Well, she's older than you are. She's older than okay, me. Well, well, that doesn't mean she's old. Oh, God, no. Just, just. Piss off her legacy, Chico. Look, we're all pissing off her. Look, we're all old now. Everyone seems young to us. You know, Ed Begley Jr., he's old, but he's also the Zodiac Killer. I'm giving him a pass. And he also has a tortoise made out of vegetable oil. No, runs on vegetable oil. runs on vegetable and not made of vegetable oil. Let me do that again. No, no, that's great. That's staying in. I can never keep track of the show continuity when you've done 284 episodes. Okay, but guys, I think it's time we uh, we watch this episode together, shall we? Okay. Let's do it. All right, here Ooh, we go. We're gonna watch. It's time for the show. Okay, 12.30 p.m. on a Saturday in Philadelphia, PA. At Patty's Pub, the gang, they're watching a wrestling match. It's Hulk Hogan against Nikolai Volkov on Saturday night's main event. And Dee's commenting on how terrible Hulk Hogan looks. Yeah, she's basically going on about his, his hair, which is basically the same as Caitlin Olsen's, except his is thinning up top. And <sighs> Oh my god. I never I just for- wait, wait. I just I'm dead. He compared Hulk Hogan's hair in the 80s to Caitlin Olsen's. That is great. That's great, Chico. Good job. That, <laughs> that, that is that's great. That is Dennis, like she has full bangs. He does not. According to Dennis, that is Hulk Hogan's signature look. Blonde Chinese hair. And the skin of a hot dog. It's awesome. The whole thing's fake, but it's really awesome. And Frank's like, what are you talking about, fake? These guys get bashed and bruised. And Charlie's like, no, it's fake. And Frank's like, I was there once. I saw a guy pick up a trash can and smash into a guy's head. And there was blood everywhere. Okay, so now Dee's seeing the Hulkster like, get into the state of Hulkamania. And she's like, what is this? And Dennis is like, oh, yeah, he's going right into the state of Hulkamania. Like, when he's like this, nothing can hurt him. 
He's impervious to pain. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> hey, sexy, I can't get you out of my mind. Safe to assume, I don't think that comment is about classy Freddy Blassie on the right there. Oh, yeah, we should mention that they're watching this on a laptop. Yeah, they're watching and, it. And, I, I, from the looks of it, it's a, no, it's a Dell. It's a Dell laptop. But frankly, I didn't think you could do that with a Dell laptop. I'm guessing they're watching this match on YouTube because this is 2009. WWE Network's not going to exist for another five years. So they're probably watching this on some crappy stream on YouTube or Daily Motion or whatever. Or they might even have a DVD player and are watching a DVD. They could be watching a DVD. That is true. But yeah, th- this message pops up. Hey, sexy, I can't get you out of my mind. That looks like something you would see on an Apple, on a Mac, not a Dell. Because I have a Dell right not Not many people know this. I record my bit for the show on a Dell. And I don't get those message pop-ups. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so D explains, oh, this Soldier of Fortune guy is a person I've been chatting with online. And apparently D's screen name is Desert Rose. You mean like the Sting song? Yes, like the Sting song. No, hold on. When we talk about Sting, we're talking about the singer Sting, not yes. the wrestler Sting. Right. <laughs> and by the way, we did the Sting WCW hotline pose with the phone. Yeah. At least two of the three of us, Chico. What? I totally did it. Oh, oh you did? The... Okay, so three of us did it. Good. Oh, by the way, here it is. I'm holding my Sting Funko Pop. Nice. That I got from FYE on clearance for four ninety nine, which came in a two pack with this uh, Lex Luger Funko. So, yeah, funny. I didn't even know FYE was still a thing. Oh yeah, they're still around. They've mainly now just become like um, instead of focusing on like DVDs and uh, stuff, they're mostly focused on like swag, s- swag, and Funkos and that. Yeah. Which is a smart business strategy by them, to be honest. But okay, let's get back here. Okay. So, Matt calls them a bunch of losers. And he's like, well, this loser happens to be an American soldier in Iraq. And she's not joking about this. She is dead serious. And his platoon's coming home this weekend. They're going to hang together. So... Wait a minute. Yeah, he's gonna are. come. He's gonna come back from Iraq. Find out who he's been chatting with. No, that's not good. Mm, Charlie's well, like, there's a high suicide rate for these guys, and this is a bigger problem, according to Mac. It's not like the '80s where Americans were proud to be Americans because they were so patriotic. And when the Hulkster was doing his thing, and we were killing Iranians or whatever, we were proud. And Frank's like, look, there's no fanfare for these troops. There's no parades. Girls are tricking tricking anybody. And Charlie's like, we got to do something. We're not showing appreciation for the troops. We got to show them love. We got to do us something. We got to put on a show for these guys. Frank's like, yeah. Charlie's like, something for a little pizzazz. Something that celebrates America. Something that celebrates the USA. But what's the best way to celebrate America? That. Basically, Rick Derringer singing I Am A Real American while Hulk is 
holding the flag, doing this thing, doing his thing. Doing his thing to the ear. Holding a flag. You can't, yay. That is a star-spangled awesome right there. Yeah. And you know what I love? Hold on a second. Let me just play this for a second as the Hulk's just posing right here. I love that the ref is holding the flag. You see the ref's holding the flag? Yep, the ref is holding the flag, and he's like, yeah, buddy. Well, somebody's got to hold the flag. I mean, talking about the proper uh, procedure for a flag, you never want it touching the ground. That is correct. Yeah, so it, it may be a little goofy, but there's a lot of respect involved there. Well, good, good on this ref. Good on this ref for respecting the flag. Okay, we get the title, The Gang Wrestles for the Troops. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Auntie theme music. And we got all the shots, of course, as usual in the opening to It's Always Sunny of the Lake, beautiful the lake. sun. Yep. Okay, so now Dennis, Mac, and Charlie are at the wrestling show. And hold on a second. That don't look like the ECW arena to me. No, sir. No. WDF. WDF. Is, yeah. that, is that related to uh, the WTF from South Park? Probably. To answer your question, eh, probably. I don't see Bad Irene anywhere. Oh. We're stand the man. But okay. So we're seeing the maniac played by Roddy Piper beat up on this poor jobber who is played by UFC Hall of Famer Don Fry. Yes. And Mike's like, I don't care about Don Fry, which I'm going to be honest. I don't blame you, Mike, but I just thought I'd point it out. I'm not a, 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 a uh, yeah, UCF I person. I, so, okay. UCF. What about Central Florida? We're going to talk about Blake Bortles? Whatever, whatever the hell. Oh, shut up. Whatever the hell that mixed martial arts is. You see, I care so much about it. I got it confused with University of Central Florida. <laughs> UFC, not UCF, UFC. I'm sorry. Wouldn't it be hilarious if Roddy Piper wrestled Blake Bortles? I have no comment for that. Thank you. Well, it's not like Blake Bortles is doing anything now. Well, it's not like Ryan Piper's doing anything now either. Because he's dead. I, that, that's the joke. I get it. Oh, anyway, okay. so they booked this venue, the venue they are currently watching the match in, because they said it was for the troops. Oh, so that's how simple. If you want to book a venue, just say it's for the troops. There's just one problem. Nobody knows how to wrestle. That's right. They don't know how to wrestle. Wait a minute. Why don't they go to wrestling school? There's, they're in Philadelphia. There's plenty of wrestling schools in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. You can go to Jersey. There's Jersey wrestling schools there. <laughs> they're going to wrestle and they don't know how to wrestle? Oh, Troy and Mac used to do backyard wrestling all the time. They were called the Pigeon Boys. <laughs> yeah. Because that, nothing says manly like a bunch of guys dressed like pigeons. Yeah. Dennis is like, let's update it. Let's be eagles. It'll be patriotic and fires on all soldiers. <sighs> hmm. 
And then Max's like, why don't we get this guy in the mix? Pointing to the maniac. Oh, he's probably got some experience. Yeah, he can show us the ropes. <laughs> okay, so let's meet the maniac, shall we? Maniac! Yep. Mr. Maniac! Mr. Maniac! I don't, I don't know if this is too forward to ask you this, but we're putting on a wrestling match for the troops coming home from overseas, and we were thinking maybe we could get you to wrestle in it. How much? Ooh, uh, uh, we haven't discussed that. Uh, how much, much do you usually charge? 30 bucks weekdays, 50 bucks weekends. Do they have 50 yeah, bucks? Yeah. Reasonable. That we can do. Reasonable. That yeah. we can oh. do, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now. Okay. Now, all right, give, give us some money. Give that to him now. Uh, I spill some. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, boy. He signed the maniac his parking ticket to give to them. <laughs> so it's going to cost him a little more than 50 bucks? I don't it's, know. It's, it's Philadelphia. They got one mean parking authority, so it may be a lot more than 50 bucks. Hey, it yeah. could be... It could be run by the mafia there in Philadelphia for all. Yeah, we yeah, we all know the stories about the Philly mafia. They like to sit in cafe quarters and drink cappuccinos. No one ever asks why, though. No. But okay, D's gonna meet Ben the soldier. But okay, here's Frank. <laughs> Frank's like. He's going to get the word to the soldier about the wrestling match. And Frank's like, why, D, are you dressed like that? And she explains, D, that my name was Desert Rose, so I dress like a rose. I'm going to give him a rose, and I'm going to play Kiss from a Rose by Seal. So she asks Frank, get out. But Frank's like, I got a welcome home gift. And it's jorts. He bought jorts. And then up is Ben the Soldier. And oh, 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 this is odd. Susan. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, he's in a wheelchair. But, but boy, is he happy to see you. Wait, don't don't get offensive with wheelchairs because when I don't have my I, prosthetic on, I've got to be in a wheelchair. I know, I know. I know. All right. We're just, just... we're just pointing out the fact that. He's in a wheelchair right now. Ben Give Smith, it the respect and decorum it deserves. <laughs> but Dee's like, she takes one look at him in the wheelchair and like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not Desert Rosa. Uh, I'm a friend. <laughs> I'm a friend of hers. Yeah. Uh, she wanted me to come here so I could tell you uh, that she wasn't going to be able to show up here today. Even though she's dressed up with the rose. She's dressed like a rose. And she's playing Kiss from a Rose. And she's holding a rose. And something about Rose. 
So, uh, yeah. Boink. And so being superficial with that wheelchair. No, I'm not interested. You're wheelchair bound. But here, take these denim shorts as a way of saying thank you for your service. Yeah, Frank. Place the song. This guy out here. So Frank gives him Ben the Soldier the poster for the wrestling match. And he's like, oh, all the guys, we all chipped in to give you these. This is a coming home present. Uh, gives him the jorts. Here you go. And then says, thank you for your service. And then he salutes Ben the Soldier. And then Ben the Soldier salutes back. And then while Kiss from a Rose is playing, they're both saluting. Unsure this of isn't when, awkward at all. Unsure of when to stop saluting. <laughs> I gotta be honest. If someone was kind enough to give me jorts, I'd be like, you know what? Thank you. I'd appreciate that. You know, a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff here. I was thinking about wearing a pair of jean shorts tonight for this recording in honor of this episode except couldn't find them and i do have jean shorts somewhere okay all right so now we get back to the maniac at patty's pub yelling at the loan shark agency i don't give a rat's ass about your collection agency and as for the 15 dollar co-payment eat bleep and die and he's tackling on the payphone, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I just got to get greased up, and then I'll, yeah, I'll come back and uh, rock on." <laughs> Meanwhile, the gang's like, "What is? He's upset about fifteen bucks, and he smashed the phone." Oh, but don't worry, Dennis. It's a payphone. No one's gonna care about payphones in the next few years. But oh, here's Frank. Frank throws a trash can. He's like, oh, that's my character. I'm the trash man. I come out and I throw trash all over the ring. And then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can. And he bashes the guy on the head. We should also say that Frank is dressed in wrestling garb in his singlet with one uh, shoulder uh, being covered. Sort of like saying that... uh, uh, Andre the Giant would have worn back in the day. Yeah, he's like a mini Andre the Giant. Yep. He's, he's Andre, Andre the not the giant. giant. He's he's Andre the Funko Pop is what he is. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if there's not a Funko Pop of Frank Reynolds as the trash man, there should be. I don't think there's even a, a Funko Pop of, of Frank Reynolds as Angu Gablogian. Oh, that is a big tragedy. There should be plenty of Funkos of Funko. There should be like a whole line of Frank Reynolds Funko Pops. You got to have the the Dr. Mantis Toboggan one. (laughs) Dr. Mantis Toboggan. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Just all the different personalities. Uh, When he was the, uh, when he went back into business, the the wolf or whatever it was. Wolf Cola. Well, well, yeah, but he he had a, a certain persona. Uh, I, I don't think it was the wolf, but yeah, when, when he went back for Wolf Colon, yeah. Funko, you're missing out because seriously, you release those as a set, like 10 of them. I'd buy them. Seriously. I would buy all of them. Just all of them? 
absolutely. And the, is, and the thing is, if you actually follow eBay about Funko Pops, like exclusive ones at Target and whatnot, those things go for a lot of money. Like the Al Bundy one that was like a Target exclusive goes for like 50, 60 bucks. And I picked it up for like 10 bucks two or three years ago. No, it's not for sale. I'm holding on to it because it's Al friggin' Bundy. Because awesome. why not? Yeah. But okay. Charlie's like, you know what? This is not a good idea, Frank. You know what? You can be the ref for the match. But Frank's like, I'm not going to be the ref. I'm a villain. I get garbage. He's eating the garbage. Oh. Oh, why? Why, Frank? Why? Why would he do that? Well, now he's choking. And now he's... Frank, why? The troops, they're not going to be happy to see this. No. They're not going to like this. They're not going to... No. No, sir, I don't like it. But okay. About Dennis McIntroyley's wrestling name. They got to think about the entrance, but they have an idea. They're going to be the birds of war. Better than the pigeon boys. And then they'll do eagle screeches and come out of a tunnel. And they'll stomp, clap, stomp, clap, stomp. Clap. And they're gonna write a great song about how much they're badasses. How they're gonna soar through the air, and how they live in a nest. And we feed our young with regurgitated stuff. <laughs> and um, Dennis is like, "Wait a minute! You just described <laughs> singing about the lifestyle of an eagle." I was under the impression that we were presenting ourselves as bird men, which is infinitely core than being a bird. They can be in us in the middle. Okay. Des is like, I don't think people are going to see us as birds. Meanwhile, in another part of town, D meets with Artemis. Of course, played by Artemis Pimptani. Yeah. National so, treasure, Artemis Pepsani. Yeah, but okay. She's going to be the Desert Rose instead of D. But there's one problem. Artemis is dressed in purple. And D was specific about wearing red. And Artemis is like, no, I don't do purple. No, she D- doesn't do red. So she'll be <laughs> Desert Grape. Desert Grape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and D's like, no, he wasn't talking to Desert Grape. He was talking to Desert Rose. That was specific. You know what? Here. She just puts the rose in between her cleavage. Not in her no-no place. And who do we see? Oh, it's Ben. Ben hey, the soldier. Hi, Ben the soldier. And Artemis is like, wait. Did he send you any? Oh, God! <laughs> I don't think he I've does. ever heard that version of it. <laughs> I think that's usually bleeped out. Um, On the Comedy Central airings? There's no, uh, there's no Comedy Central airings. It's on Vice and it's on FX. Or okay. FXX. FXX, yeah. Or FXXX. I don't, I don't know how many X's there are after FXX. Well, after this okay. one, there could be F triple X, am I right? <laughs> 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 
points to Chico. But yeah, I think this is usually cut out, or I don't even think it's bleeped. I've never, uh, never heard It'll those words specifically. <laughs> well, also we should say that this came directly from the DVD, so we're getting the uncensored version. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Artemis is gonna go <laughs> and beat Ben the Soldier, and wait a minute, what? Wait. Huh? Huh? What? What? Huh? Huh? What it's the a- hell? It's what a swerve. Ben was. Ben has been able to walk this whole time. That was okay. I want an explanation, please. Explanation. Explanation. Oh, oh well. Ar- Artemis is biting Ben's lip. And, and D is having none of this. No. Again, I don't remember this from the TV show. I'm, they must have cut out a whole lot of stuff. I imagine so. They cut out the good stuff. Ben's like, I'll tell your friend, thank you for the shorts. Oh, they fit great. So Dean's like, why are you standing? I thought you were in a wheelchair. Oh, well, he twisted his knee getting off a plate in Germany. I was just trying to stay off it. Oh, okay. Oh, it's good now. Oh! Okay, and then drags Artemis off, and she was like, get out the way, bitch. Move, bitch. Get out the way. (laughs) Oh, now, because DC's been the soldier walk. Now, she's like, you know what? Now I know that he can walk. Now I'm after him again. Oh, come on. She's back in play. That is... He's back and how incredibly selfish of D. But okay, we're back with Charlie, Mac, and Dennis with the maniac head. Well, oh, the maniac hit Charlie in the balls with his helmet. No, that oh. was not a helmet. What was it? That is a ball of razor wire. Oh, what? No! That's even <laughs> oh, it's barbed wire. Oh, I thought that was a mar- Oh my nope, god. Not oh. a helmet. That is a coil of razor wire. Who who just carries a coil of barbed wire in Philadelphia? Uh, excuse me, Mike. This is Philadelphia, the home of extreme championship wrestling. Okay? A pro wrestler with barbed wire in Philadelphia is going to be very common. Fair enough. But it's a prop, though. And uh, Mac's like, okay, uh, Mr. Maniac, we were thinking, uh, maybe we could be a little more traditional with it. Like, just figure four leg locks, pile drivers, body slams. And the Maniac's like, no, people, that old school bullshit, that don't play no more. You got to be gruesome, you know? These people are like bored, you know? You think he's bleeding? Charlie, probably. But okay, here we go with the most serious part of this episode, and this is very touching. Okay, let's hear from Demaniac about how he feels about Mac, Charlie, and Dennis. Here we go. Well, guys like you, you you know what? I love you guys, man. You know, you, you remind me of my kids. Oh, you got kids, Maniac? Nah, not anymore. What does that mean? 
Okay, all right. We got a problem. I don't know what what is he talking about with his kids. He just kill his kids. He just drifted away. And look at it. Look at this. I feel like he's living out of his car, right? I mean, he's got blankets in there. What is that? A pile of laundry? Look at this, dude. That's just a bucket of chestnuts. Who? What? Is he foraging for his food? I don't know. Why the hell would you have a bucket of chestnuts, bro? We are dealing with a legitimate maniac now. That is clear to me. Okay, his mania is not confined to the ring. You know, he kept calling you the N-word earlier. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't gonna bring that up. I don't want to freak him out. Me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. He was calling me the N-word. Yes. Every time you turn your back, he's like, "You stupid N. Go get me grease." And this and that. Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Black people and Or does he have a problem with me? I don't both, understand. Both, I, I think. Both. I don't know. Oh my god. Okay, let's that, get rid of him. Let's get rid of him. That's it. How do you get rid of a guy like that? I, I don't want to be anywhere in the ring with that guy. You know what? What if we're just hype men? We don't even go in the ring. In yes, things. we let him do the wrestling. We do not wrestle. No. All right, well we gotta find someone for him to wrestle though. Ah, okay. right, right. Time once again for true tales from the old west with America's foremost old west storyteller, Bob BB Bobberson. Fourteen years ago, yesterday, I was pulling fence outside of Cody in the old Double W spread. I was riding old Three Legs. He was a mean horse. I called him Three Legs because he only had three legs. Some kind of explosion or infection or accident or thing like that. So I get on him just as a big old rattlesnake crawls up his nose and I get tossed into Baxter County. Two days later, I come to and Kenny from the lazy IBM comes by and says, Hey, BB, you get bucked off? And I says, you got that right. Boy, we laughed about that one. This has been True Tales from the Old West with America's foremost Old West storyteller, Bob B.B. Bobberson. We'll be right back. The official WWF action figures. You ready to crunch somebody's bones? I knew that you were. How's it going, Vince? Ah, you little punk. Hey, wait just a minute. Oh, no. King of the Iron Rung, featuring Stone Cold 316, only at Target. Because Stone Cold said so. Holy cow, that's Trish Stratus. Way to go, boss. Hey, Stone I, I wasn't talking about Trish. But, boss, I don't understand. I thought this family only uses Stacker 2, the world's strongest fat burner. It's Stacker 2 Light. Same great Stacker 2, but in a lighter formula. Welcome to the family. Prepare yourself for an evening of top-notch excitement. Wrestling's back at the showboat. It's Rage in the Cage 2 featuring Wahoo McDaniel against Kurt Hennig in a classic grudge match. Baron Von Raschka and Ray Stevens take on TJ Khan and Soldad Ustinov. Greg Gagne fights it out with Paul Diamond and Rock and Roll Express battles the Nasty Boys. It's a full evening with the baddest bashers in the business. Reserve seats $12, general admission 10, kids 7. Wrestling Saturday, April 16th, 7.30 at the boat. Get in on all the sounds and action of the WCW with the Electronic Nitro Wrestling Arena. You activate the sound. Hear the call of the Wolfpack as Kevin Nash cuts up the runway. Launch Macho Man from the top turnbuckle. Hear the snap of the ropes as you fire Goldberg across the ring. It sounds just like I'm at a match. Lowering Sting from the rafters. Hear the count as you pin your opponent. It's the best WCW wrestling ring ever. The new WCW Electronic Nitro Wrestling Arena. Figures sold separately. Batteries not included. Who's next? スピード、技。これがプロレスゲームの決定版。空想してから寝てください。タッグチームプロレスリング4月2日発売。Promotional consideration paid for by the following. 
For body slamming WWF action, in and out of the ring, it's WrestleMania Challenge for your NES, and it's WWF Superstars for Game Boy, Battle of the Hulkster, Ultimate Warrior, and more from LJN. Back to the show. Well, who are they going to get to wrestle? The Maniac. Mm. I, I have an idea. Is that I again? I've a... seen this episode, so of course I have an idea. Yeah, I think there's a trash man somewhere nearby. Yeah, but they don't want Frank to be the trash man. They want him to be the ref. So who can they get to wrestle the maniac? Hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh they're going to go to cricket. Oh, cricket, cricket, cricket. Oh, no. No. <laughs> cricket gets beat up so much on this show. <laughs> and Cricket's like, no, I'm not going to participate in your stupid games oh. and schemes. And then Charlie's like, it's for the troops. And oh my god! Oh! Cricket's like, I don't give a shit about the troops. Uh, this was a man of the Lord for crying out loud. He's saying, those troops. Yeah, he was a man of the cloth originally on the show and then it was what about season two? He started the decline where, where he started getting into drugs and alcohol, and yeah. Oh, he doesn't give a crap about the troops, but they're gonna pay him. And then Cricket's like, You're paying? Oh, so I'm just gonna get my ass kicked. But Max, like, Oh, it's all fake. What happens in the ring is really up to you. You mean you have to think about it? Well, look at them. They're all dressed as eagles now. And oh, this is just... Look how ridiculous they look. They got painted on abs. They do. It looks like they've been using Strong Bad's Ad Haber 2000. Uh, yeah. Not a good look. Introducing the all-new Strong Bad's Ab Haber 2000. Get results like the professionals in minutes, nay, seconds! Just listen to this guy over here! Since using Strongbed's Ab Ever 2000, the ladies have been all up ons. All up ons? I don't even know what that means. Well, Strong said, it means they really like you. But they don't! Especially not with all this Sharpie on my stomach. Just read the lines, man. You want to see Gooblis again or not? You leave Gooby out of this. I'm just in time for the murder mystery. Act now and receive the Kreutzterizer absolutely free. Max out your Kreutz and Loitz with the ease of a thousand air. Strong Bad's Ab Abba 2000. They'll be all abhorns. But there's like, look, D, we're Birdmen. What do you want? D wants to sing the Star Spangled Banner before the match. They're all like, okay, fine. We don't care. Okay? Just get out. <laughs> and so they're going to go to the chicken. They're going to go. <laughs> like, oh, no, we're not changing the song. But all Frank comes out and says, oh, no, we got a big problem with the maniac. Oh, no. Oh, no, he's being arrested. Uh-oh. 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 The maniac's being arrested, guys. That's not good. 
Oh, what the hell did he do? Did he kill somebody? Unpaid parking tickets. Unpaid parking tickets? Maniac! Oh, my boy. My boys. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. You know what? The maniac loves you. Even with your friend. Wait, wait! Even with your friend. I love you! Oh, that's great. He loves them. <laughs> but Charlie's like, I don't really love him at all. Frank's like, look, you need a wrestler. We could take the trash man out of retirement. They're like, no, we don't need no. you. No. Oh, but Max, like, you know what? We got the costumes. We could do it. You know, we have the passion. And you know, we're just battling cricket. So what's the worst that can happen? You don't want to know. Okay, they're going to be the birds of war for this match. <laughs> Even though they're like, people don't know what bird will be. Okay, and now the moment you've all been waiting for. Introducing America's most hated terrorist. The Talibum! Boo! Oh, God. And say what you will about Cricket, he is a natural heel. He is indeed a natural heel. But all right, get ready to take flight with the birds of war. All right. Drop a beat. You ready? Stomp. Clap. Stomp. 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 Clap. 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 Stomp. Clap. Come on, America. And guys, the crowd, they don't want this. They're not no, into this. No, they don't. They do not want to be a part of this. You know what? Cricket, he's a great heel. Dennis Mack and Charlie, terrible baby faces. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. The second verse, completely ridiculous of the song. Oh, they're all just like, are they even hearing this? Okay, let's. Just... Okay, drop the routine. Let's do this. Yeah, let's get ready. Oh, hold on. We're going to play the Star Spangled Banner. No, no, cut previous it. Previous entry. Cut it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, this is not a previous entry. This one goes on to a very special soldier. A soldier of fortune. I'm your real Desert Rose. That strange woman you've been hanging out with, she's an imposter. Baby! Oh! (laughs) Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! I think it's starting. Yeah, all right. Go, go ahead. Go, go, go. Jump in the yeah. ring and okay. yeah. fight cricket. Yeah. Okay, so now Dennis gets into the ring. And oh, wait. Oh, cricket threw sand in Dennis's face. And that's not well, fake sand. He actually threw sand in his face. Actual sand. Not the play sand. Not the playground sand. Actual sand. I mean, where does he have space in his costume? For sand. And he blew it in Charlie's face, too. And Max, like, Max oh, like, like, I'm going to run away now. And this crowd, they're all booing him, like, oh, oh, wait a minute. 
time to take out the trash. Oh, oh my god! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh my god! He's actually bleeding. Oh, the the trash can that Frank threw got Cricket on the neck, and he's bleeding profusely. It's turned into a shoot, brother. Oh no! It's tur- no. That's a that's a, that's not a shoot. That's a laceration. Oh, jeez. To quote Dave Meltzer, the trash can went into business for itself. (laughs) So everyone's down on the mat. It's like, Charlie's down, D's down. Dennis is down. Dennis is is down. Cricket's down. Frank is the only one left standing right now. And you know what that means. Yeah. Yeah! I am a real American. Fight for the the rights of every man. And Frank says, I knew this shit wasn't fake. And that's your episode. That's the episode. It is quintessential It's Always Sunny, bordering on absurd... It, it is absurd. So yeah, it's a classic. It's always sunny in Philadelphia episode. Just absurd to be half-assedly believable. You know, if your friends were all psychopaths. Yeah, Rowdy Roddy Piper did so much good work in his final years. Oh yeah, but, but between this and one of my favorites is he was actually an expert on storage wars. Believe it or not, what? He was in an episode where uh, Barry Weiss found, I believe it was a uh, either a set of bagpipes and or a uh, a, a kilt, a, a Scottish kilt, and so he he went to some bar and out comes Roddy Roddy Piper playing the bagpipes in full Scottish regalia as the expert, and so Barry Weiss is like, well, how much do I have here? And and Rowdy Roddy Piper's like minimal i mean it wasn't as much as you know he was hoping for maybe it was like two hundred dollars or a hundred dollars but yeah he, he did uh, i think it was two years before he passed he appeared on storage wars barry i know you were really disappointed so we found a place and we're going to cheer you up if you want to take a right right here you could use a little cheering up no you can the angels summoned me to tam o'shanners for a little pick-me-up sort of felt like i let you guys down i mean kind of feel terrible all we wind up with is this old scottish kilt holy hulk hogan that's rowdy roddy piper (laughs) (laughs) hello Good to see you. Good to see you too. Let me let me take a peek at what you got here. First of all, you gotta understand the kilt is an art in itself. You can see how the pleats, one goes over, sewed down, one goes over. And this was tremendous amount of workmanship. Oh, it takes them a good two to three days to do one kilt. Wow. Now stick with me now. So when you see these bagpipers, they have the the kilt. And they have a big brooch here. Yes. Okay, and they have this plate. Here's the really cool part. When they went to war, during the nighttime, 
What they did is they pulled this part of the kilt up, safety pinned it, took the plaid, and that was their blanket. And they didn't have to carry any extra weight. So they can pitch a tent anywhere. They can pitch a tent in a second flat, and it's not hard to go to the bathroom. All right. (laughs) Now that's my kind of clothing. Okay. What do you think something like this is worth? I would say the kilt proves this kind of craftsmanship uh, for the, the plague. Yeah, and the, with two beautiful ladies like that, I'd say, give me a thousand dollars. Seabury? Yeah, it didn't turn out so bad. The angels were right. Rowdy Roddy Piper did cheer me up. The uh, kilt was so sacred. There were times where, when they went into battle, they took the kilt off and just ran in naked. <laughs> So I was off by about eight or nine hundred dollars. Barry still didn't make a profit. But we should note Roddy did make one more appearance on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia as the maniac in the uh the classic episode with the pyramid scheme. What was it, Invigoron they were selling? Invigoron, yes. <laughs> oh god, what a Crazy ass up, and did he end up getting everyone to sign up for Invigoron the Maniac? I, I don't know if it was Invigoron. I thought it might possibly be his own pyramid scheme or or something related. But yeah, it ended up like uh, the Maniac ended up making out best out of everybody. Yes. Oh, Roddy, we miss you. Oh well, I gotta say, Roddy's making his case for the Show Hall of Fame. He really is. I think he may make it in the next year, maybe two at most. But okay, we got to just get right down to it. Were the troops proud of this show, this wrestling event that Dennis McIntyre put together? What This is, might be the most absurd wrestling card ever. There's just one match on this card. Like they didn't think to book a proper card. What kind of promoters are you? Well, wouldn't they have technically had at least two matches because they did pay Demaniac to participate? Yes, but Demaniac no showed because he got arrested. Oh, we didn't even mention that. I don't think I don't remember any arrest happening. Yeah, remember he got arrested for the unpaid parking tickets. I tell you, don't mess with the Philadelphia Parking Authority. Yeah, but I gotta say. I think the troops, they were very happy with this performance, especially with the trash man. They all love the trash man. But I will say this, the one lesson I learned from this episode, if the person you're talking to online and you've never met him shows up in a wheelchair, don't assume that he's paralyzed right away. Just, just wait, just wait and find out the story. And then then if you know then you can do whatever you want there but that was D's fault it's always D's fault for some reason isn't it yeah and speaking for the handicapped people of America please don't discriminate like that no don't do that no no we're perfectly good people once D saw that he could walk like I want him now again bitch you had your chance yeah, that's Artemis's guy now. That's Artemis's guy now. And you know what? Cricket was right. She is a slut. <laughs> she, 
She uh, broke poor Cricket's heart. And now he's fucking where Cricket is now. She hasn't broken his heart like once. She's done it many times. Yeah, many times. That's just terrible. That's terrible. But you know what, guys? This classic episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know what it was? It was a darn good thing on TV. Yeah, it was, it was. a really good thing on TV. And a perfect way to celebrate the 4th of July, if you ask me. Yeah. Well, you can listen to this in all our previous 283 editions of this podcast on our website. It was a thing on TV.com where you can find all of our past episodes, all of our mini sods, our live watches, all sorts of fun stuff. Hey, guys, you know, we did two live shows recently about the first two episodes me and Chico did of Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus, which just had its finale wrap up on Disney Plus in the last week as we're doing this. Yeah, I I couldn't tell you what was the uh, more, I'm not going to say disappointing, but more uneventful cameo. Episode six or Randy Jackson on this last season of American Idol. I think one comment I saw on social media said it best that it was basically like when Professor Frank showed up in that end of the Simpsons 22 short films about Springfield at the end. Professor Frank, I'll make you laugh. I'll make... (sighs) Oh, but also we did a live show of an episode we covered all the way back uh, back in uh, December of 2020 in personal injury court. And you know yeah. what we talked about? Because it's the summer. Baseball season's heating up. We talked about a case involving a mascot throwing peanuts. Now, you may be thinking, wait a minute. A mascot threw peanuts. Like, that would not be worth an injury. No, it was apparently like a giant oversized bag of peanuts. And apparently the mascot had an arm on him. Yeah. Yeah, that what, 29 mile per hour fastball? It was 27 miles per hour. Whatever. It's not hurting anybody. But who gives away giant bags of peanuts? Why don't you just give away like the small airplane sized bags of peanuts? Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't they don't sound even very... give away peanuts anymore in the airplanes. They give away tiny bags of pretzels. Pretzels. Yeah, yeah but I mean that's so, such a, a, a it's that's a, so it's that, a waste it, of money. That, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, that's a waste of money uh, if you are the baseball team. I mean, those bags. I know in this area, at least at grocery stores, sell for like two dollars a piece. And I'm sure if you go to Progressive Field or whatever ballpark you go to, they probably jack them up to like six bucks. Probably ten bucks at City Field, I'll tell you that much. But really, we should not overlook Home Run Roo. Oh, Home Run oh. Roo is now a show legend. He's now part of the show canon. Home Run Roo is no Fayetteville Woodpecker. Nope. No. Home Run Roo Roo needs to stop missing leg days. You know, Home Run Roo, he wishes he was gritty. I think all mascots wish they were gritty, to be honest. Yeah. But hey, next week. Oh, next week, we're going to have our second of two episodes related to Thor Love and Thunder, 
where we have the epic return of Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno in The Incredible Hulk. And of course, since this is related to Thor Love and Thunder, we have uh, our favorite as Guardian, but um, Chico. Yeah. This Thor in this version of The Incredible Hulk is not like the Thor with the Hulk and Ragnarok. Yeah. This Thor seems a bit um, furry. And it's not even the Vincent D'Onofrio Thor from Adventures in Babysitting. Nope. It's it's just God. It's it's just a big muscle guy and he's wearing a fur coat. He looks like the guy from the comic book, but he doesn't really act like the guy from the comic book. No, he doesn't. But hey, speaking of Guardians, the second episode next week. We're getting really close to the All-Star game. That's right. And we've been teasing this episode for a long time now. Yeah, vote for your Guardians. Vote for Jose Ramirez. Vote for Andres Jimenez. Hey, while I'm at it, vote for Pete Alonso. Get him all the votes. As as we know, he's probably going to win the Home Run Derby again. It's going to be like no contest. Well, of course he's going to win the Home Run Derby. Aaron Judge is not playing this year. Oh, come on. He would... Smoke Aaron Judge in the home run. Did you see Pete Alonso last year in Coors Field? He was hitting home runs. He was like, respect. You know, that's respect. Respect must be paid. My favorite moment was during the home run derby last year. They had to take a break because someone, like, I guess, twisted his knee and he was rocking out to the music in the background while they were pretending to this poor kid. But yeah, we're going to be talking some baseball. That's right. We're, we're not going to talk about Guardians because you know, Guardians is a thing of the last year or so. Well, but we're talking we're gonna... about Guardians and Asgardians. Ah, I see what you did. These are not these are not just Guardians. They are Guardians of the days of yesteryear in baseball. You know, okay, we honored the tro- we honored the troops, but now we're going to be honoring the real heroes, the people that made the sport what it is and would you believe that one of these legends did something so incredible that it's the very reason why we put it on the list and why we'll be talking about it next week oh i think i know what you're talking about yep 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 but but you'll find out all that and more next time right here on it was a thing on tv thanks for listening and we'll see you next week a stranger to television fans coast to coast border to border and throughout the world danny devito what happened here uh, it was it was incredible i mean uh, captain uh, lou is uh, just amazing he's your guy isn't he's he? my man he's great he's terrific and it was great to see mr t come in there and help the hulk i mean it was incredible do you think we could ever get uh, the captain maybe uh, a job as a hack uh, running a camp actually uh, actually he's doing a film with me now called the uh, wise guys i heard about Joe that Piscopo, and we're shooting here in uh, manhattan yeah. And the various other places around the and country. And in Jersey. He's a, he's, a, he's a natural actor, Lou. He's uh, incredible. He's Danny, great. Danny, your thoughts just in general on professional wrestling. You've got to be, I guess, uh, this is your first outing. I don't know if you've been to a no, professional. No, no, I've never been before, but I'm, I'm coming again. I mean, it's incredible. You, you I really had a great time. It was were, very were, were you shocked at all? Wait a minute now. I don't know if I want to conduct this interview or not with you. Piper, you will take a microphone and press up if you're going to come on. Dress up. I can do exactly what I want to do. The only way this guy is... 
No, wonderful, wonderful, the planes. The only way this guy, only way this guy holds his title is he has this, he has this stupid guy with some ridiculous haircut. All of a sudden, all these people are flooding the ring. If you ain't got enough guts to fight me one-on-one, -on -one, mister, then take a hike and leave the title with me. If you want this geek, Mr. T, to come in, I'll be glad to put an X where the T is. I don't really give a damn, man. You want to bring your title down and defend it like you said you would? Then bring it down, but don't be a blithering coward, huh? And then we leave you laying there like a piece of garbage that you are. Ah, uh, what? Ah, uh, this. Wait a minute. I am the champion. You know that for a fact, man. Piper, millions and millions of people well, so here on what? TV. You Did know what they... Did they see him pin me? Did they see him pin me? No! All they saw is a piece of crap. That's all they saw. <laughs> they didn't see him do nothing to me. Let me tell you something. I am the champion. I don't want to talk no more about it. If you want to see me next time, bring the goof, bring the little black man, bring him into the ring, bring the big blonde man, and come on, brother. I'll take you in by myself. <laughs> oh. Did he just call me a little black man? Oh, he was talking to Mr. T. Yeah, I don't think he was Did talking he just about you. Mr. T a little black man. Well, he was kind of short.